0: Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered, which is mostly Republican-type people. I'm a Democrat now. Don't know what I'll be in the future. I was a Democrat and voted for Trump in the last election, but not in the 2020 election because I found out what a fake he was. The world is changing, and I look at everything going on in the news today, and you know, first let me say I'm not a believer. I'm not a Christian. I was raised that way, but I changed after the military. Having been in the military, I realized religion is bullshit and God is something that people just make up. In fact, most of the chapters in the Bible are all made up by different people, but so-called Christians tend to think that the Bible was written by one person. Oh no, it was written by many over the course of hundreds of years, and then it was transcribed by scholars. In the uh, 19th century, and people think that it's written by God. So, if you go back and you listen to some of George Carlin's old comedy skits about God and believing in God and all the shit that religion brings down on people because of stupid beliefs, and hey, hey, look at Alabama, perfect example of extremist Christians trying to impose their views on the will of many. That's what's that is exactly why our founding fathers sought for a separation of church and state. It's why no religion at all should be involved in government, in any government, let alone the federal government. And I used to cringe when I was a military officer and a, and a fed, watching some of my higher ups get in their little huddles and pray to God at lunchtime with their little prayer groups. And I thought, oh, fuck, what a bunch of wackadoodles. Well, we can see that today. I mean, all you have to do is look around you and and try to wake up. But a lot of you are just uh, sheep and follow whatever cult there is. And religion is a cult. Religion is nothing more than a cult, if you look up the definition of a cult. So what do we have? We have a bunch of Jews over in Israel who are wiping Arabs off the face of the earth. And pretty much, other than a small sector of them called Hamas, was causing problems for the Jews in Israel. And then all of a sudden, one day, on what was it, October 7th, 1,200 Jews were massacred by Hamas, not by the Palestinians, not by uh, other Arabs in the area, but just by Hamas. So a very small handful of people did this. And yet the Jews and the IDF have sought to wipe every Palestinian off the face of the earth. So what are we up to now? Let's see. 1,200 Jews dead and 29,000 Arab Palestinians massacred. Uh, 1,200 Jews dead and 29,000 Arab Palestinians dead. I mean, that just doesn't even equate. I thought it was supposed to be tit for tat, right, and that kind of thing. But no, no, the Jews really their plan and the plan of the Israeli government and Netanyahu and everybody else is to basically eradicate every man, woman, and child and starve them out, kill them, bomb them, shoot them, starve them to death, let them die of infections because there is no medicine, there is no food, until all of them are gone. And then all of that Gaza territory will belong to the Jews. I have long said that the Jewish population is evil. And and brings a lot of the heat and a lot of the hate onto themselves by their sheer actions. Now, if you were a history buff and you really delved into history, which 99.9% of Americans don't, they're not even scholars, and you went back to prior to 1900 and you looked at the Brits and the French and everybody else that was in the Middle East, they had always advocated for a two-state solution to that area. And they had promised the Palestinians their own territory. But then, slightly after a period of time, the Americans, when we got involved in the Brits, they reneged. Everybody reneged on the deals that had been made. So, of course, the Palestinian Arabs feel that they... uh, robbed of their territory. Of course. And my question is, why should the Jews have been the only ones given that land? The Arabs were there long before the Jews were. I guess might has right, whatever, and the powers to be didn't seem to care. And all of those decisions that were made around 1890 and 1920 and 1930, all of those have come to haunt all of us On this planet, because that hate, that bitterness, that um, feeling of being jilted and not given what they were entitled to has been brought to bear. But nevertheless, the last 60, 70 years, the Jews have done everything in their power to kick the Arabs out, to take over their lands, the lands that were belonging to and farmed by the Arabs. And today we have the war. That is constantly escalating. Well, it's only going to escalate so long because you've got to remember a couple of things. The Arab nations support the Palestinians. So, and over the course of 70 years, America has given tons and tons of jets and bombs and weapon systems to the Saudis, to the Omanis, to every almost every middle eastern nation over there to get to win favors for oil so they have all those weapon systems they have all those capabilities and just like today as a as it was with george bush and everybody else prior to him we have always sought favor of the arabs in the middle east to keep peace so that we can get the oil but today it's getting out of hand And at some point, now that Iran has nuclear weapons, now that other rogue nations have nuclear weapons, the concept of an Armageddon, if you want to call it that, somebody lighting off a nuclear bomb, firing a missile that's tipped with multiple nuclear warheads, it's going to happen, folks. And. I don't know. You know, I'm 72, so I've lived a good long life. I just know that it's going to happen. It might happen within five years. It might happen within 10. It might even be earlier than that. It just depends on who gets pissed off enough. But the reality of it all is right now is that who really started this shit? Well, there comes the finger pointing. Hamas, well, they did it because they killed 1,200 Jews and took 200-plus hostages. And then the Palestinians say, well, it's the Israelis, the Jews. They did it because they've killed 28,000, and the number is constantly climbing. It'll be 30,000 by the end of this month. So who's worth more, the 1,200 Jews or the 30,000 soon to die, be dead, Arabs? Hmm. And when I look on television and I watch the news of the poor children that have lost their limbs, lost their parents, are... Missing fingers or eyes, and bleeding, and are bomb-stricken and and grief-stricken. And they're not panning over to show the Jews and how they're living. The news media is showing the utter devastation of the Gaza and uh, and other areas of Israel. What is America doing about it? Well, we're not doing anything. We're just kind of saying, "Well, it's not our fault," you know, but we support. We support Israel because Israel has a right has a right to defend itself. To what point? To what point does Israel have it, its right? It does have a right to defend, just like America has a right to defend itself. Let's just say that Vladimir Putin lights off a nuclear bomb in outer space to destroy all the all the uh, satellites, and that EMP explosion puts America back into the dark ages to where we will not be able to do anything really because all the digital capabilities will be gone. Are we going to be able to strike back and defend ourselves from that? No, we're not. Uh, It's all a matter of who gets the first strike. It is all about the first strike capability. But what are we going to do? So yeah, we all have the right to defend ourselves. When somebody punches us in the face, we have a right to defend ourselves and hit back But how much do we have the right to kill them? If somebody punches us in the face, do we have the right to kill them and pound them into the ground and beat them until every um, ounce of bone in their face is gone and their flesh is spilling out and their brains are spilling out on the sidewalk? Is that what is called defense? I don't think so. I think in a court of law you'd be a, you would end up being uh, convicted of manslaughter because you went overboard. So are not the Jews going overboard in their killing and extermination of the Palestinian Arabs of course they are. But we're all standing by with our fingers up our butts just like the United Nations is standing around with its fingers up its butt doing nothing and the whole situation is going to get worse and worse and worse until finally Iran, or some other bad terrorist group lights off A nuclear bomb, a suitcase bomb, an EMP, or something to pretty much put all of America back into the Dark Ages. And why? Well, simply because of one thing. They see America as totally complicit in what the Jews in Israel are doing right now. We are complicit. But we're trying to pretend that we're not complicit. But the fact is, we are. Look, we just gave Israel $14 billion dollars in order to have more bombs, more bullets to kill more Arabs. Is that not complicity? So that's some food to chew on. So try to chew on all of that, if you would, please. Try to chew on that and decide for yourself who's really in the right, who's really in the wrong, and what should we do? Because trust me, people, It's going to come back to harm all of us, the Christians and the nutcases in the world who believe in the Bible. They're all going, Armageddon's coming, Armageddon's coming. I don't believe that shit. I believe that somebody's going to fire a nuclear missile off or blow a whole shitload of people up, but I don't believe in Armageddon per se. Why? Because I don't believe in the Bible, but I don't believe in anything that a bunch of crackpots on dope wrote over centuries to try to claim that God wrote it. So think about that. Well, I know there's a man somewhere up there in the sky. We call him God and he's looking down upon all of us here on earth and he's going to decide who's right, who's wrong, who's naughty and who's nice. Yes, there must be somebody up there in the clouds. Yeah. Anyway, food to think about. And with that, Bob out.